Wisdom, the final frontier to true knowledge. Welcome to Wisdom Trek, where our mission is to create a legacy of wisdom, to seek out discernment and insights, to boldly grow where few have chosen to grow before. Hello, my friend. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your captain on our journey to increase wisdom and create a living legacy. Thank you for joining us today as we explore wisdom on our second millennium of podcasts. This is day 1146 of our trek, and it is time for Worldview Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God and His Word. On our Worldview Wednesday episodes, we are in a series that are covering another detailed book review from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. We are taking a deep dive and will share Dr. Heiser's insight into the question, which is also the title of his book, What Does God Want? And today's lesson is, God Became Human, Fixing More Than the Fall. And if you'd like the scripture references to most of today's detail, please read the wisdom notes that are found on wisdom-trek.com. On previous weeks, we learned that there was only one way which God could rescue us from a fallen state and keep the covenants that he made with Noah, Abraham, Moses, and David, and that was to become a man and join his human family on earth. Because God became a man in Jesus, he could die. That was important because death could only be defeated by resurrection. You can't have a resurrection without a prior death. Since Jesus was also God, he had the power to bring himself back to life. John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. The Father loves me because I sacrificed my life so that I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want and also to take it up again. For this is what the Father has commanded. Since the death of Jesus was God's plan, God knew from before the foundation of the world that he would raise Jesus from the dead. Because of the resurrection, our distance from God was bridged. Death was overcome. Those were the effects of the rebellion in Eden. Adam and Eve's problems, caused by the temptation of the serpent Satan, were solved. Everyone who believes that Jesus' death and resurrection provided forgiveness of sins and everlasting life will be part of God's family forever. Once Jesus rose from the dead, he had to return or ascend to heaven. Jesus ascended to heaven and took the throne next to God the Father. This was a precursor to sending the Holy Spirit who would indwell believers. Jesus had to leave so that the Spirit would come. The coming of the Spirit was a fulfillment of the new covenant described in Jeremiah and Ezekiel. It would be the Spirit who would provide the victory over depravity and whose work would be greater than Jesus' own. Jesus knew that his death and resurrection were the key to the new covenant coming to pass. That is why at the Last Supper, Jesus told his disciples that his blood was the blood of the covenant poured out for them. Once Jesus ascended back to heaven and the Spirit descended to earth, humanity was not helpless against depravity. The bottom line is that for God to clean up the problems with having a human family, the perpetual failures and rebellion, he had to become man and fulfill the terms of the covenants himself. Think about the original question that Dr. Heiser proposed in his book, What Does God Want? And the answer is, God wants you. 
God sent his unique son to earth as Jesus to fix the problems of death and sin, to fulfill his covenants with humanity so that he could bring you home forever. God joined the human family. There was no other way. There are a lot of reasons why the gospel has nothing to do with our behavior, that is, earning God's love and salvation. This is the biggest of them. It is insane to think that our imperfect behavior could ever be adequate. The coming death and resurrection of Christ would have never been necessary if we could earn our salvation. So the question that we need to ask, if our salvation and restoration depended on God coming to earth, dying, resurrecting, and ascending back to heaven so that the Spirit of God could be sent to us, why did Satan and his minions push to kill Jesus? Is it the classic case of dumb and dumber? They did not understand God's plan. There's one more twist to the story that you really don't want to miss. You may have wondered something, I know that I have, more than once. If the death and resurrection of Jesus overturned the effects of what the serpent, Satan, had done and impeded the wickedness that permeated the world and amounted to taking away the authority of the defiant gods of the nation, why in the world would Satan and the other evil spirits ever kill Jesus? It seems like it's just blazingly stupid. But let's think about this a little deeper. The key to everything in God's plan was Jesus' death because you have to have death in order to have a resurrection to overcome death. And Jesus could not have gone back to be with the Father if his mission was not accomplished, which means that the Spirit could not have come to deal with depravity. If Satan and all the other powers of darkness had just let Jesus alone, God's plan would have failed. Were they really supernatural idiots? Dr. Heiser has written a lot about this topic, which can be found in his books, The Unseen Realm and Supernatural. It's fascinating. The New Testament actually answers this question. In talking about the good news or gospel of Jesus that he preached, the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8, No, the wisdom we speak of is a mystery of God. His plan was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would have not crucified our glorious Lord. Rulers is a word that Paul uses elsewhere for evil members of the spirit world. The point is simple. Satan, demons, and the rival sons of God didn't know what God's plan was. For sure, they knew who Jesus was when he started his ministry. They called Jesus the Son of God and the Son of the Most High. The Old Testament made it pretty clear that God still wanted the human family to rule with him, just like his original idea of Eden. Satan and his buddies could have guessed that Jesus was here to get the ball rolling, but they had no idea how. The logical thing in their view was to kill him to prevent this. But that was the key to everything. It seems like God played them like fools. It is easy to chuckle about how much smarter God was than any of the supernatural enemies, but keep in mind, he created them also. But let's not miss the point. God joined humanity not to make Satan and his demons look silly. He did it because he wanted you in his family. He needed no other motive. You were enough. But there is still a lot more to this story. Jesus did his part, and we need to take a closer look at the Spirit's role for a simple but significant reason. It is directly tied to our roles in helping God recruit as many people as possible back into his family. That will conclude our lesson for this week from Dr. Heiser's book, What Does God Want? Next Worldview Wednesday, we will learn that God not only joined his human family, but he continues to pursue his family. 
I believe that you'll find each Worldview Wednesday an interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 1,145 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on your favorite podcast player so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life, Together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.